Welcome to the Beef Brunch Educational Series podcast, bringing you information on cattle production and management in Louisiana and surrounding states. Hello, everyone. Uh, glad you're with us here today. Uh, please be here for our uh, bi-weekly news update reports. Um, unfortunately, you only have myself, Lee Falk, and uh, Vince Destel with you today. Uh, Dr. Edwards is, is in other parts, uh, traveling and so on and so forth. And so it's just us. So we'll try to muddle through it. We've got a lot to talk about, a lot of current conditions that we need to discuss, a lot happening in the cattle markets. With that, I'm going to turn it over to Vince. Thank you, Lee. And it's always a pleasure, folks. Uh, well, this weather we're dealing with is not a pleasure, but, uh, you know, from central Louisiana and all through parts of south Louisiana, it's dry. Uh, we're expecting our highest temperatures, uh, record temperatures, Wednesday, Thursday, around 106, 107 actual temperature, heat indices in the upper 100 teens, uh, somewhere 18, 19, 120. Uh, which is is the unthinkable when our high this time of the year is generally around 92 to 94 degrees. Uh, although our humidity is is a little bit uh, off compared to what we normally uh, would experience this time of the year, uh, but the word is dry. We haven't had measurable rain in in many parts for going on 60 days now. Uh, a lot of our our crops have, have been harvested. Our corn and our 90% of our rice crop has been harvested. Uh, the unfortunate thing is our, our soybean crop is, is diminishing by the hour uh, with these uh, you know high temperatures and lack of rainfall. We got uh, growers, uh, grain crop growers, pasture, pasture folks, uh, livestock folks uh, that are, are putting water out on their, their pastures and, and crops as they can, uh, which is an, un, an additional uh, expense burden, I guess if you would, uh, with the cost of fuel, cost of electricity. Uh, and always the threat of, of losing power. Uh, so people are struggling right now to really truly make make the best of a bad situation. Uh, so the worst situation I think we're facing is uh, what forages are left uh, to be baled for hay or, or scarce, uh, dried out, uh, hard to cut, uh, and, and very little left to cut. Uh, we have a lot of rice straw uh, in central and south Louisiana that's been baled up. Uh, with the, the hopes of uh, meeting some needs of, of hay needs uh, as we move towards the winter feeding period uh, from looks like we'll go from summer to fall hopefully when this weather changes we'll get some reasonably good 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 weather and hopefully that comes with rain so uh, with that being said uh, we got a lot of we've seen a lot of cattle uh, going to market uh, here at some of our local barns in Opelousas and kinder uh, there's advertisements of several herd sellouts uh, up at Mansura, and also I know in the in the southeastern part of the state, there's a couple of markets over there that you know they've announced some, some herd sellouts. So it's uh, the unthinkable. You know we got good prices, and that's the complaint for most producers. We finally got a, a fair price going, and uh, you know we we have the lack of forage or, or the the you know just the lack of being able to sustain moving from our our spring, summer, and into the fall uh, with with no rain in the forecast. Uh, and the unthinkable would be possibly that, you know, a tropical system of some sort, which there's one in the Gulf currently, and we're experiencing 15 to 20 mile an hour winds of the effects of that today. Uh, but we're under fire risk of all things in South Louisiana, 
uh, for August 21st. Uh, I know this is being recorded on Monday for Tuesday the 22nd, but uh, we're under fire risk right now uh, in the western parishes. Uh, there are several forest fires over the last week to 10 days that have broke out. Um, I was in the western part of the parish last week harvesting a corn plot, and uh, I saw Department of Ag and Forestry dozers running around the countryside plowing fire breaks, and you could noticeably see from uh, you know the beaten path that you know there are some fires and some forests that have had burned up. Uh, so uh, the threat is real. Uh, it's it's a bad situation, something we've never experienced. Certainly not in my career of being in the ag ag business from the early uh, '90s or late '80s through the '90s, and now through the 2030 years of experience, I've never seen anything like this. So uh, ryegrass, we've seen a few people preparing, trying to scratch some ground and get ready for some ryegrass because here we are, uh, you know, third week in August. Uh, typically, you know, in a month from now, we'd be uh, uh, sowing some ryegrass seed to get it going. Uh, I, I can't see that happening anytime soon. We'd need a, a huge chance of rain to even think about uh, considering doing that. So, uh, you know, we got... People are scared to cut hay because of the threat of a spark. We had one situation in a cornfield here a couple of weeks ago. A uh, straw chopper on the back of the machine uh, threw a spark, a bearing went out, and the standing corn caught on fire. And luckily, they had fire response in about six to 10 minutes and got it put out by two fire departments. So uh, he was cutting 200 bushel corn, whether you can imagine that or not, and the field caught on fire. So uh, just strange things have happened or happening. Uh, drought conditions are just unthinkable right now and and we we just pray and hope for better weather uh, moving forward so lee with that being said you know the cattle markets uh, i'm sure you'll cover that some uh, are strong and and it's the unfortunate thing as lee and i were talking right before we started recording uh, i think they had slightly over 2,000 head at kinder is something he saw on social media so uh for today's sale in kinder so that's uh you know 2,500 head is a, is a big run for them typically in the fall, uh, but I think that's kind of, it's getting premature and, and some of these people are just going to get out of the business or reduce numbers enough that they can sustain. So I uh, just want to mention the Dean Lee Beef and Forage Field Day coming up September the 14th. Uh, that's going to take place at the Dean Lee Research Station uh, there at, at the LSUA campus. Uh, there is a registration process and you can get that link uh, by you know going to our Passion to Market newsletter that Dr. Ashley Edwards puts out. Uh, that link is available there, but registration will begin at 2 o'clock on September the 14th. Um, so we'd hope that you would attend. Not that we're going to have any great news because I don't think the conditions are going to be any better in another three weeks from now. But uh, who knows? We might we might get a change and a break in the weather. So, Lee, that's about all I have at this time. Thank you, Vince. We certainly appreciate your input as we were uh, talking before we started recording. I uh, wish, wish we had better news to share, folks. It's, it's hard. Uh, I'm guilty, as much everybody is, about being pessimistic, and, and I, I, I'm not a pessimistic person. I generally have a pretty optimistic out, out view as far as um, the future and everything, but it, it's hard to, to look over um, uh, some, of the, um, some of the challenges we're facing currently today. And with that, I'll jump right into my my side of things or what I'm seeing from a North Louisiana standpoint. Um, dry, dry doesn't begin to describe it. And it, dry is the word for the entire state. And I realize that there's been pockets that have received a slight rainfall 
more recently than others. Uh, some portions of extreme north central Louisiana have received a little bit more than other parts of the state and other parts of the region, but we've all been affected by the temperatures and these high temperatures, as Vince alluded to, these temperatures of, you know, 105, 106, I believe uh, two days ago, the Shreveport uh, Weather Service, uh, the National Weather Service out of Shreveport well, got one degree from the record all-time high, which is 110 degrees. They reached 109 degrees. Uh, so that's been affecting everybody, and that's equalized things quite a bit. So what we're seeing is even though certain areas have may have gotten slightly more rainfall more recently, uh, these temperatures have, have leveled the playing field, so to speak, and everyone is, is pretty well uh, burning up at some stage of burning up, so to speak. Um, I, I, I've talked about it several times on this news update, and I'll talk about it again today. The, these folks in, in Sabine Parish, um, portions of DeSoto, portions of Natchitoches Parish, uh, if, if you want to see dry, you travel that part of the country. Uh, it, it, it's some of the worst drought I've ever seen. I, I hadn't been in the business as long as Vince, but I've, I've been around quite a few years in the cattle business in this part of the country. Uh, 2011 is, is a rival year, but that's dependent on your location. For many of our neighbors, and especially those in those parishes I mentioned, this year would would take the cake. This year would overshadow uh, 2011 as far as the drought implications. Um, Vince mentioned the wildfires, and uh, northwest Louisiana has been affected as well. Particularly that Sabine Parish area, the the portions of the country around Florine um, ha have had fire. Uh, wildfires break out and burn sizable amount of acreages um, for the last several days and in, in last week or so. And as we speak today, as Vince, Vince mentioned, we re we're recording this on Monday uh, for publication on Tuesday. Um, we're under a red flag warning due to low humidity, uh, relatively breezy winds up this way. Vince and, and the folks in South Louisiana probably getting a little bit breezier conditions than what we are, but um, but it is plenty breezy up here. And, and I, I know that there's been a couple of fires break out already in Sabine Parish, but the, the whole region is at risk for this, folks. So I'm going to echo what he said in his portion. Um, just be be careful on this stuff, folks. Be careful on on what you're doing right now. Uh, in Louisiana, we're not very good at um, at dealing with fire risks. Uh, something we don't traditionally deal with, but it's a very real and present danger right now, folks. We all have been there. If you bailed your own hay, and uh, you you probably caught a baler on fire at least. I've seen fires in hay fields from uh, hay cutters striking some random rock or, or a chunk of concrete that may be laying in the middle of the field from who knows where, or as Vince was talking about barons going out, uh, this stuff does catch fire. And the thing about it is you know, under normal conditions, yeah, you may have a fire and hopefully you're carrying a fire extinguisher and they're able to put it out very quickly and, and no harm, no foul. But in conditions like this and with, with the 
with the material as dry as what it is in the surrounding uh, woods and forests, if you do have them around you as dry and, and just uh, tender box materials, what it is, the fuel just adds up and it, it can really be devastating right now. So please, please be careful. I talked to a producer, uh, in fact, this morning who was holding off cutting some hay uh, because of this fact. And I thought that was a wise decision. And I personally have some hay that needs to be cut that I'm holding off of for the same, for the, uh, same reason. Uh, moving on past the obvious, which is the weather. Um, talk about hay supplies just a little bit. Um, depending on where you are in North Louisiana, a lot of producers are feeding hay right now. And that just adds insult to injury because the hay supplies are so critically low in this part of the country. Um, a lot of folks will tell you that, you know, we, we were just about to have enough hay if we can avoid feeding hay. And a lot, a lot of folks have not been able to, a lot of folks have dip into that supply just to be able to, to, to weather this storm. Um, get asked a lot about where to buy hay and you know one of the unique things about this year is most years when we run into drought in northwest louisiana we're, we're that drought in our part of the country is not something that um uh, we're unaccustomed to we see it fairly regular but most years whenever we run into a drought i can kind of point folks in a direction to head to get hay you may have to travel a little ways uh, a lot of times South Louisiana is a good option um, or, or other places. This year, it's a little more difficult, folks, because of South Louisiana being as dry or drier than what we are. Um, I, I've been sending some folks up into South Arkansas uh, that where they've had a little more rainfall and there's a fairly uh, moderately uh, better supply of hay. Um, I've been kind of recommending some folks possibly look at Central Texas, though Central Texas and North Texas has experienced drought the last couple of years. So a lot of those folks over there are trying to build up their hay stores. There may or may not be a sufficient uh, level there to for them to get into selling some. Um, possibly the Mississippi area, uh, there, there may be some hay over there. I haven't had any reports on that, uh, so to speak. Uh, if you need help finding some hay, um, I can't promise that we can help you find it, but give one of us a call, reach out to your local extension agent. We'll, we'll do what we can to try to try to help you locate some, some, uh, hay for your cattle going into the markets a little bit. Um, it, what Vince stated about Kinder, the same thing goes for these, uh, livestock auctions, especially in Northwest Louisiana. Um, Typically, as as we were talking before we started recording, these barns, a lot of times when the weather gets above 100 degrees, people just hold off pinning cattle to, to, to sell calves or to market cold cows or whatnot. And, and the runs tend to tend to be a little bit lower during the times whenever the, the temperatures are at an extreme. That's not the case right now. Um, Northwest Louisiana sale barns, particularly uh, Red River Livestock in Cachetta, has been seeing some some huge runs. A uh, lot of cows, folks. There are a lot of cows being marketed right now. I did not think that there was 
uh, as many uh, coal cows left in the country as what we're seeing. But uh, just for reference, I think last week in at uh, Cachetta, they they ran four to five hundred head of cows by themselves, and and that that's that's pretty telling and pretty substantial. It breaks your heart because, like Vince said, that you know the these folks have. Um, have weathered the storm so to speak been through these horrible market conditions we finally get into a period where we can uh, maybe come close to turning a dollar or two only to be met with uh, inadequate feed and forage for our cattle and and it it, it just breaks your heart uh, anyway jumping straight into the markets i'll give you the 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 our louisiana market update as a reminder these are self-reported numbers i do my best to gather the information correctly but they are self-reported uh don't they don't um quantify the the quality of cattle now so quality of cattle can definitely have a big bearing on these markets on the five to six weight steers 500 to 600 pounds averages was from a dollar 33 per pound to 244 per pound five to six weight heifers a dollar 33 to 226 coal cows 68 cents to a dollar uh, 34 uh, coal bulls 78 cents to a dollar 28 per pound bread cows uh, i only report the highs on bread cows uh, I, I made a full explanation last market report i think on this but the average of the high for bread cows was $1,587.50. Uh, pairs sold in a range from $700 to $1,918. And as I stated last time I gave one of these updates, um, I've started something a little new to track exactly how the market moves within Louisiana. So I do a comparison and I'm, I'm going to give you a percentage increase or decrease in the market from this time two weeks ago. Remember, we record these reports bi-weekly, so this is not week to week, this is every two weeks. So on the five to six weight steers, they were 7.6% below where they were two weeks ago. Five to six weight heifers, 7.7% uh, lower than two weeks ago. Coal cows were up about 8%. Uh, I think that may be misleading because of the uh, the maybe some differences in quality and, and weight on the coal cows, but it did show an 8% increase, but coal bulls showed an 8.8% decrease uh, from, from the time two weeks ago. As far as uh, the futures markets, futures markets responded have been responding fairly positively today to data on in the cattle on feed report that was uh, released last week, which I'll touch on here in just a minute. They've also touched uh, fairly positively on beef demand, rises in box beef uh, prices as well. Live cattle for August delivery, it, uh, it at, at the time of recording today on Monday, was trading at uh, 178.97. Feeder cattle for August delivery was trading at 246.77. Um, as I mentioned, the cattle on feed report, um, uh, cattle on feed placed in August was 98% of, of this time last year. Those placed in July was 92% of last year. And those marketed in July was 94.6% 
of uh, of last year. So we we know we don't need the cattle on feed uh, report to tell us what we already know. The fact that there are less cattle in the country, we're seeing more of these calves marketed um, right now than than what would uh, than what would traditionally be marketed this time of year. And a lot of these cattle are getting pulled early. They're they're lighter weights. There is some opportunity in the cattle market if you do have some hay or by some blessing some some grass. Um, I, I do think that there is some opportunity still on your bred cows. I think there's some opportunity still on pair cattle uh, and, and maybe on some lightweight calves as well. I'm going to close up with uh, the events uh, that Ashley asked to, us to um, to advertise. Uh, Vince mentioned the Dean Lee Field Day uh, on September the 14th. Uh, September the 21st will be the Northeast Region Beef and Forage Field Day. Um, that's going to be a morning event, and it's going to be located at the Gold Mine Plantation. October the 3rd and October the 5th will be the Cattle Pregnancy Determination Clinic at the Hill Farm Research Station. For more information on that, you can uh, contact us here at the Hill Farm Research Station. Um, October the 18th through the 20th, putting on a, a AI class at the Dean Lee Station. Um, October the 21st will be the Acadiana Fall Beef and Forage Field Day held at the Iberia Research Station. The Southeast region has announced a master cattleman class. It's going to run from September the 11th through November the 13th. It's going to be on Monday evenings. For more information on that, contact Dr. Gary Hay. And so we, we'll link uh, the, the pasture to market newsletter to this uh, news update, and it'll have all the information and contact in, uh, information on all these events that I, I mentioned. So, folks, that's about all I have. Vince, do you have anything else you need to add? Yeah, Lee, I, I sure would like to mention that, uh, you know, if if you are uh, have cattle and you're dealing with this heat like everyone is across the state, uh, you might want to pay close attention to some, some pneumonia cases. I've heard of several cases being reported, uh, even in some grown cattle. Uh, and likewise, you know, more so in, in uh, suckling cattle that, that are suffering from the heat. Uh, so, uh, make sure that that you get keep a close eye on, on those those uh, suspects that that may be uh, may be chronic in nature and 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 give them some uh, give them some type of antibiotic to get that cleared up or consult with your veterinarian uh, for protocol on that. So I just wanted to make m- mention of that. Thank you, Vince. And and while we're on the subject, um, um, just be aware that uh, anaplasmosis season is right around the corner as well. Uh, if you've historically had a problem with anaplasmosis in your cattle herd, if you know that it's endemic to your herd, reach out to your local veterinarian and talk about some treatment options. Uh, it's right around the corner, just like ryegrass. It it doesn't seem like it should be ryegrass season already, but but here we are. So with that being said, and unless uh, Vince has anything else, I'm going to conclude it by this report by saying, uh, "Ask please pray for rain for the state of Louisiana. We definitely definitely." Um, definitely could use some moisture and i hope by the next time we talk uh some rain will have uh, uh, been realized by you or it'll be in the imminent forecast thank you and have a good day